What's up? It's Sierra, new member and ambassador for WW Weight Watchers Reimagined. Since joining, I feel healthier and more confident than ever. The new MyWW Plus, our most holistic program ever, gives you more of what you need to lose weight, like tools to help boost your mindset, get you moving, and plan meals based on what you have on hand. Plus, over 300 zero-point foods you don't have to track. The new MyWW Plus, more holistic, more personalized, more weight loss. Join today with a limited time offer at WW.com. Kunal, are you sad? Why should I be sad? Sebastian Vettel just won his fifth consecutive race. Oh yeah, yeah, that's been the uh, the calling these days. We like Vettel. <laughs> Can you beat that? Hey, but we are Indians. We're supposed to like cricket more than Formula One. Absolutely, Rishi. So I'm sad that Tendulkar is retiring. Well, so you are trying to say that for once, yes, the Indian cricket fans yes. will actually know what you and I felt. twice in our lives is it when god retired when god said okay i'm done and michael schumacher said okay i'm going to hang up the boots yes it felt very bad i miss him i'm going to miss tendulkar too yeah but you know we've gone through it twice rishi <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the grind is really bad but let's not miss a man who's really driven well yesterday i know i'm not his biggest fan but he was really championship material sebastian vettel bravo bravo Indeed, you know, I'm glad we're not taking the thunder away from Vettel's win by talking of Tendulkar's retirement, Rishi. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know I'm not his biggest fan, but I'm probably getting there because the manner in which he drove yesterday, very mature, unbelievably mature, quick, very very calm and composed. He drove to a strategy, and he knew it was a strategy that could get him the win after he started. You know, after he had a disastrous start. A, a disaster start. Better way of describing it is Kunal knows it. How did the Red Bull start, Kunal? The Red Bull started the Japanese Grand Prix like lazy cows, <laughs> <laughs> and then ran, ran like leopards. I must tell you, I was really disappointed with their start. But let's look at it this way: he was actually battling a car for strategy, which is the best on tires, and that's the Lotus Renault team. And he actually did a better job than them. I cannot get above it still. Let's keep a couple of things in perspective. First uh-huh. thing is he was aided very apparently by the Red Bull pit wall. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Then the second thing is Red Bull being the master strategist in the last couple of years yes. actually launched a two-prong attack to the Lotus Formula One team. They attacked them from both sides with both cars on different strategies, and Lotus not having the experience of winning also even more with a Grosjean showed that they lacked that slight bit of uh, le- you know lethal strategic call that they should have taken. And the best arrow they had was Grosjean. So yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute, Rishi. Wait a minute. I'm not becoming a fan of Grosjean. But I know that we joked about it last podcast when Lotus said that oh he's finally the driver we want him to be, but he really drove a great race yesterday. What a start! Brilliantly managed his tires. Yes, he made the Red Bulls look uh, difficult and made them work for a win. So that that's what we want in Formula One. It's okay to Red Bull for Red Bull to win every time, but as long as they have to work towards it. Absolutely, and you know he was the only driver on the grid mm-hmm. who actually finished alongside the Red Bulls. Fernando Alonso. your favorite driver and my brothers as well <laughs> he finished 45 seconds adrift can you believe that and kimi raikkonen as well now that brings me to a question what is with kimi and alonso's qualifying woes and is that the way it's going to be for ferrari next year because they suddenly look dismal they look dismal but i have this saying for kimi kimi is like a man who's on notice period he is coming to work but he's not giving his 100% but he's still enjoying his work so yeah. he's just there having a good holiday time now what i've noticed is as uh, uh, as soon as the tires changed to the specification last year he has been struggling with uh, you know 
qualifying. Okay, Kunal. So, so driver of the day, according to you, is Sebastian Vettel, without a doubt. Can't argue on that one, actually. Thank But you. But team of the day for me was actually Sauber. Why would you say that? Because if they got Gutierrez to finish <laughs> in the points, they've got a miracle. Probably Harry Potter was sitting inside that car. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did drive a good race, Rishi, and there was Hulkenberg who drove a good race as well. Yes, Hulk was being Hulk. Uh, well, Sauber was being Sauber, but the the, the decision making yesterday was bang on because Grosjean was not being Grosjean. He wasn't banging to anyone, but anybody else who actually tried something cheeky and funny got punished. And how? Yeah, you know the Japanese Grand Prix to me is is a is a perfect race in a lot of ways. We had very good wheel to wheel action. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, there wasn't an over dependence on DRS or the Pirelli tires. Thank God for that. Right, uh, we didn't have any crashes, but yes, we had a lot of spins and a lot of drivers, especially in practice, trying to learn the track, which mm-hmm. is good. And you know, importantly for me, I think the penalties are bang on. Probably the highest number of penalties awarded for a Grand Prix weekend in 2013. Mm-hmm. But none of the penalties that were given yesterday seemed slightly off. I think they were pretty much bang on. So even from a, a governing standpoint, the race pretty much was a benchmark and should be going forward. Ah, penalties remind me that Rosberg got penalized yesterday for unsafe release by Mercedes. Yes, it looked very, very dangerous. Yes, but you know his his run of luck has been not so good. Wings fall off. He's released. the wrong path he could have made it to the podium on both the races but look at this i think he's been penalized for something that the team does absolutely and you know in this case maybe they should have given a run through penalty to the mechanics who actually <laughs> took the call <laughs> even better they should have given a stop go penalty to hamilton who was anyway stopping for long <laughs> hello Uh, of of all the things i noticed in, in the japanese grand prix the one thing that i noticed is every year i see the maximum number of overtaking maneuvers at the end of sector 1 at the hairpin it's a very odd hairpin you have various lines over there but yesterday not one move was made, made there you mean nobody was being a takuma sato is that or or a sergio perez like last year and pastor maldonado was not pastor maldonado because valtteri motta actually pushed him off the track <laughs> can you believe that absolutely on that note rishi mm. even the casio triangle mm. which has seen a lot of late breaking overtaking that's happened yes i don't recollect seeing a single move that happened there no just one minute yes there was i think raikkonen <laughs> on hulkenberg that was the move that happened there that happened right? there as soon as you cross the triangle the chicane and you get a good run on the car ahead you become an alonso that traces a massa down and overtakes him legally this time without team, team. orders <laughs> yay yay i'm so happy massa actually ignored team orders yesterday absolutely and they've awarded him by dropping him for next year so i don't know what 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 weighs the benefits but nevertheless so what is multi 21 for ferrari's multi strategy plan a, a. <laughs> why is ferrari complicating things because they're ferrari as simply put you should just say kunal rishi is faster than you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving on from Formula One, there's a lot of racing that happened this weekend. We hate ESPN HD because they couldn't show Formula One, where the MotoGP race was covered in two channels. Absolutely, I detest their programming. I just absolutely don't understand what the guys at ESPN Star are doing with respect to building a Formula One viewing audience. See, Mark Marquez may be as good as Sebastian Vettel, but Valentino Rossi will never be a Schumacher. Absolutely. You get this clear in your head, and I do remind you in Moto Three, uh, Mahindra Racing got a podium. So hey, well done. Whoa. Indian flag up there. Kunal will be really proud of this because Sara Force India F1's uh, junior driver Jahan Daruwala yesterday won the British KF3 championship. Indeed, indeed, brilliant Woo-hoo! drive. 
probably the best uh, chance know. of us making to the top step of formula 1 someday <laughs> with this kid god bless you we'll cover you on our podcast and one funny news that i have to give you katram tony fernandez man with the red cap has said that he's going to buy a moto2 team next year you can actually pick up the bikes from the shelf yes you can he's tied up with a team called suter racing they're going to develop a chassis mm-hmm. but you know it's it's going to be called katram moto racing team which is not too much of a surprise but i really don't know what is he plan to do because Caterham, I think, what third year in operation and still probably struggling to score a point. This year, in fact, have been beaten to beaten, uh, you know, by Marussia as well. So I don't know. He's probably just investing all his money in, in all types of motor racing uh, teams, but none of them really seem to be performing. I wouldn't be surprised if Gerdo Vandergaard actually parks his car and then drives the motorbike. Thing. <laughs> I'm so sure that's going to happen. Or Heki Kovil will set up the car, bike and the drivers will will drive it. All of this put aside, let's come to another chapter, a new page, a new story, a new index form, a new book cover and that is the Indian Grand Prix, proudly presenting the probable last Indian Grand Prix ever. Rishi, let's hope yes, but let's hope not as well. I mean, look at it. No ticket sales, no TV ads running, no sports running, no contest, nobody's agreed to take me for free. <laughs> Sorry, that's not happening. Indeed, you know, and uh, on a very funny note, Rishi, maybe the booth international circuit organizers could yes. do what a lot of indian reality television shows do well, hiring sunny leone or malika shah <laughs> well hiring fake crowds ah, <laughs> to come and clap to come clap to come cheer to come show as though they care for formula 1 they, they they actually the people that turn up are are, are delhiites rich delhiites <laughs> who actually don't care for formula 1 and they think it's like jojita wahi sikandar where in the, in the end a red bike will overtake a silver bike <laughs> Thank you so much. If that's the formula one you need, it's not here. Here is where you come for passion. Here is where you come for the rooms. Kural and I get you the best formula one podcast. At least we believe in it. So, and we'll be getting you the pre-Indian Grand Prix dissection very soon this week. You're going to enjoy this because hey, we planned some fun stuff, which includes giving you stuff. I mean, I'm going to give you a flying kiss. Thank you. You want to give a flying kiss? No, thanks. Okay. <laughs> real business owners talking about real issues. Join Gene Marks, host of the Paychex Business Series podcast, as he talks with small business owners and industry experts about today's top issues amidst COVID-19, including business innovation, navigating the road to recovery, and finding ways to thrive in the future. From 2020 Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang to Vice President of Small Business at Facebook Rich Rao, we've got a slew of great guests on season 2. Listen and subscribe to all our great episodes. at paychecks.com/businessseries